So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Today, we're gonna talk about Jack Dorsey. And yeah, there's gonna be more after the intro. As short as it can be. <laughs> and yeah, with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self Development with Tactics podcast. And I really hope that you're doing good. I really hope that you're doing fine. And I really hope that you're also looking forward to a great episode about Jack Dorsey. Before we even go through the episode, there's a few things that I'm willing to talk about. The first thing is, if you're willing to just have a look at the podcast and or on the YouTube channel. I know it depends on where you are, but all the links should be down in the show notes if you're on a podcast and also in the YouTube description if you're kind of obviously on a YouTube video. But uh, so if you do want to change it up, so if you do want to be on the podcast, but you're on YouTube right now or vice versa, please check out the description and everything should be there and everything should be fine. The second thing is the notes. As you're then going to see in the article that I'm going to go through or that we are actually going to go through, I, I have highlighted certain parts and these highlighted parts are then going to be down in the notes PDF and this PDF is free for download and read and whatnot so you can do whatever with it. And the last one is music. If you're willing to just personalize the whole experience, please add some music. The link is down in the description. There's a few tracks you can choose from and um, yeah, you can also just choose how loud it is, how silent it is um, and all those things. Also the genre, there's different kinds of music like uh, so just that you're having a good experience. So just that everything is nice so that you can learn something today and hopefully make your life a little tiny bit different and hopefully better. But yeah. So as you can see on the left side of the screen, we are on a cnbc.com site and it is going to be, as I said, about Jack Dorsey. And the funny thing is, and it is it is even not that funny to be honest, because it is kind of a weird thing that happened because it's I, I've, I've never actually had that. Because Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter and Square, which is a, which is a payment firm as far as I know, and uh, he's... First of all, like there's a lot of things he is and it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier and funnier. He is uh, really believing in stoicism, which is totally something that I'm aware of, which is totally also something that I believe in. So this is the first point. The second point is that he's taking fucking ice baths. The third point is that he's intermittent fasting. He's, I think, only eating like seven meals a week and many, many other different things that he's just really aware of and looking forward to. Also meditation. Like he's basically me, but really fucking successful. Kind of. And it is something that's quite interesting that I wasn't aware of him until like yesterday, actually. And then I've just uh, had to go through some articles and I've also um, just been been highlighting those things. And I've also just thought like, well, I could also talk about him because he indeed is a fucking interesting person. And therefore, we're also going to talk about him today. Um, yeah. Billionaire Jack Dorsey's 11 wellness, quote unquote, wellness habits from no food all weekend to ice baths. Like, there's going to be a lot of extreme things. And I do want to point out before I even go through this, I do not suggest you to do anything of whatever he's talking about. But I think it is kind of an obvious... Well, it is not that obvious. But I do just want to explain and point it out that it is not... It might be something that's good for him or he thinks it is good for him, but it is actually not. But we don't know. Um, But it could also be the case that it is good for him, but it is definitely not good for you. So it just totally depends on your conditions, on your mood and all those things. Like, please consider these things and just try things out uh, if you just yeah uh, just ask a doctor or some shit i know that nobody's gonna do that but i'm still gonna say it 
The ancient philosophy of Stoicism, which teaches to be satisfied with what you have and includes practices like self-denial, has become a trend among Silicon Valley elites. Yes, it indeed is the case. But perhaps no one is more devoted than 42-year-old billionaire Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter and Square. Like, it is insane. Like, being the CEO of Twitter alone is, is something, you know? It really is something. But then also Square, which I think is, I don't know if it is a Fortune 500 company or Forbes 500, is it Fortune 500? You know what I mean. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know too much about Square. We might be going through a bunch of it, the Wikipedia site or whatnot afterwards. So when he went on a 10-day meditation retreat in, in Maine, Mar, for his birthday in 2018, he was blasted for being blind to the human rights atrocities occurring there. He also has been criticized for promoting questionable eating habits like intermittent fasting. So here's what Dorsey says he does. The first thing is meditating twice a day. Dorsey says he aims to meditate one hour in the morning and at night. Uh, if more or less, I've more or less kept up the practice of two hours a day, but if I can just get 10 minutes and sometimes that's all I can find, that's what I do. And I think it's also just a good thing. Like, Instead of like being, well, I'm not going to meditate at all because I'm not getting my two hours in or something, just meditating. I think it is a good mindset. I think it is a just good way to just deal with that because you're not always going to have like fucking two hours for meditating a day um, because it is quite some time, you know, especially like you do just have to think about it. This person has two firms to organize, to manage, to whatever what he's doing with them, but he's also having the time for fucking two hours of meditation. Like, of course, it could also be like, well, he's having a lot of money. I think his net worth is like $4 billion. I don't know how much money he's actually having since. Uh, most often it is in stocks. Like, they're not having fucking $4 billion in their fucking pockets, nor in their bank account. Like, it's going to be like, yeah. The second thing is walking to work. For two years, rain or shine, Dorsey says he has walked the five miles from his home to his office in one hour and 15 minutes, which, which is a walk. And now add this to the two hours. Like we already had three hours and 15 minutes where he probably didn't do, didn't do that much. Of course, it is something that really helped him to just be more productive and whatnot. But yeah, I might look a little bit more like I'm jogging than I'm walking towards his ass. It is refreshing. It, just, um, it is just this one of those take back moments where you're like, wow, I am alive. About six months ago, Dorsey decides he needs a little bit more space to think. So he works from home on Tuesday and Thursday. So there's not going to be such a long walk on these two days. And I do also have to say, like, if you truly recognize that some things are just not working for you, then just don't do them. It is something that I, by the way, struggle quite a lot with since, I mean, if I just think like, well, this is what I should be doing, then I'm going to fucking do it, no matter fucking what. If I, if, if I think that I shouldn't be drinking milk, which is something that I don't do, then I'm also not going to fucking do it, which is quite of an interesting thing. And, and, but it could also go just into a negative space, kind of, because if it is actually about something negative, if I'm just doing something negative, but I'm not aware of it, then I'm also going to stick to that, probably. It still depends on what it is all about, because if it is about just tidying up my room, I'm just not going to do it. No matter how, just, I don't know, no matter how I'm thinking about it, I think this is one of the things that I'll never going to do. And there's actually a picture of him and his desktop. Got you, here's my setup. I work from home Tuesday in my kitchen. Tweet deck. No one here with me and no one connected to my tweet deck. Just me focused on your questions. 
The third thing is doing seven minute workouts. When Dorsey doesn't walk to work, he does high intensity intervals on an exercise bike and seven minute workouts via the app Seven. I don't have a personal trainer and I don't go to the gym, Dorsey tells Greenfield, which I think is just, it, it makes sense for him, I guess, you know, because his lifestyle really fits into, I'm not having a personal trainer, nor am I going to the gym. I kind of believe in that, in terms of like, that it is just something that, 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 that he is doing. You know, it, it feels like it is definitely what he's doing. The fourth thing, and I just actually forgot about highlighting this one, is saunas and ice baths. Three years ago, Dorsey started using saunas or saunas and ice baths in the morning. First, he sits in his barrel sauna set at 220 degrees for 50 minutes, which is around 113 degrees Celsius, as far as I know, for 15 minutes, then hops into an ice bath, which is 37 degrees, which is, I think, 2 degrees Celsius, as far as I remember, for three minutes. He repeats this process three times, finishing with one minute in the ice bath. More recently, oh, I've not highlighted that, uh, he also added some 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 near-infrared bulbs where he's sitting, but this is another point. Sweat can release some toxins and some chemicals, but the organs responsible for detoxifying your system are the kidneys and the liver. Those two do such a good job that really sweat doesn't need to do that. Uh, the Anaglesa, a dermatology professor at uh, Saint-Louisian, Saint-Louis-Lusion University and the president of the International Hyperhidrosis Society told The Atlantic. The more you know. But I still think that there is also going to be quite some studies that show that uh, being in the sauna and having ice baths is something that's pretty good, especially about ice baths, as far as as I know, at least, you know, which is also something that I'm doing because I'm taking fucking cold ass showers and they are really fucking cold. Like, it's not like some, some bullshit, you know, it really is fucking cold. The fifth one, using a standing desk with a near-infrared bulb. When I do work, I just flip that on, Dorsey says. Dorsey does not specifically say why he puts on the near-infrared bulb in his text, but according to sauna space, near-infrared light promotes cellular re- regeneration and anti-aging and prevents injuries and illnesses. Uh, there is some research that near-infrared light may decrease some kinds of pain according to WebMD. However, at least one study has shown that near-infrared radiation could be bad for the skin. In terms of actually, I think skin cancer, if you're just overdoing it with it, since it is kind of hot. Um, I only know that, for example, my parents are also using some kind of this thing for um, like back pain and all those things. Like it can really happen, but it is definitely something that, you, that you're not going to use just once and then everything is fine. But it's just, uh, you know, a progressive thing, you know, a thing that you have to do constantly. But yeah, starting the day with an ice cold bath. Nothing has given me more mental confidence than being able to go straight from room temperature into the cold, Dorsey says, especially in the morning going uh, into an ice cold tub from just being warm in bed is, it just unlocks uh, the things in my mind and I feel like I can, uh, if I can, I will myself to do, what? If I can will myself to do that thing that seems so small but hurts so much, I can do nearly anything. And I totally have to say, like, it is a good way to build discipline. It really is a fucking good way to build discipline because it's not that of a nice thing to go into a fucking cold shower. Um, I'm, by the way, also doing it the following way. 
If I'm taking cold showers, I'm first of all gonna take one minute and 10 seconds of a fucking ice cold shower if I'm just hopping into the shower. Then I'm gonna just uh, use my shower gel and, and, and whatever I'm using and shampoo. Then I'm gonna take a 30 seconds and sometimes I'm overdoing it. Just sometimes, you know, on some days I feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't be just putting my body under so much stress. Therefore, I'm taking like um, 30 seconds of warm uh, and or hot shower. And then in the end, I'm um, again gonna have 30 seconds of cold showering. Um, I do feel good. I really do feel good. And I, yeah, I kind of feel like that it helped me with not sweating, actually. You know, I'm not sweating as much as other people are sweating. And the only thing that I can think of, which is kind of doing that, is taking cold showers. Because, like, of course, it's good for your cardiovascular system. You know, there's a lot of stress that, that this thing puts onto your cardiovascular system. So it kind of could be the case that it is helping me with that, but I don't know, like, I really don't. Submerging yourself in ice cold water or icy cold water redirects blood flow, which can help with things like inflammation and swelling, sports scientists Ned Brothy William told Fast Company. But suddenly immersing yourself in water that is too cold can put a strain on the heart, which could be dangerous for people with heart issues, according to CNN. So if you're having some heart issues, then please don't fucking do that. Taking supplements, which is a seventh point. The only supplements I take are daily vitamin and vitamin C. A lot of vitamin, uh, a daily multivitamin, I'm sorry, and vitamin C. A lot of vitamin C, Dorsey says. Even though I do also have to say like there is some drawbacks of too much vitamin C, which is a funny thing because I didn't really know that there is some some negative responses that your body is having when you're just having too much vitamins. But this actually is the case. And sometimes it is actually completely the opposite of what this um, vitamin should actually be doing. Vitamin C helps reduce the risk of chronic diseases and boosts the immune system, among other benefits. And while eating too much benefit C is unlikely to be harmful, according to Mayo Clinic, mega quantities can result in digestive issues, headache and insomnia, to name a few. Like, yeah, mega quantities. Like, I think it is only possible if you're really taking multivitamins and or vitamin C pills. And it also depends on the concentration they are of and, and are just also other, just various different factors there. But yeah, eating one meal per weekday. Dorsey only eats dinner, sometimes between 6.30 and 9 p.m. He has a meal of fish, chicken or steak with a salad, spinach, asparagus or Brussels sprouts. He has mixed berries and a, uh, or some dark chocolate, for dessert and also sometimes drinks red wine. The first two weeks of eating only one meal per day were hard for Dosi, he says, but he's noticed changes. During the day I feel so much more focused. You have this very focused point of mind in terms of this drive, Dorsey says, and certainly the time back from breakfast and lunch allowed me to focus more on what my day is, he says. He also says he sleeps better. I can go to bed and actually knock off or knock out in 10 minutes. If not sooner than that, it really changed how I, how I quick, how quickly I fell asleep, and more so how deep I felt I was sleeping. While some studies show intermittent fasting may help people lose weight, more research is needed. When it comes to improving sleep, the research is mixed, and there is some evidence that fasting can improve mental acuity, which is A C U A. I'm sorry, A C U I T Y. Work by Johns Hopkins neuroscience professor Mark Metzen has shown. Intermittent fasting can help ward off neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's while at the same time improving memory and mood, according to the Johns Hopkins Health Review. So there's a lot of things that are uh, associated with fasting, 
but we don't know yet, you know. Uh, but it is something pretty interesting, and this is also one of the reasons why I've started intermittent fasting as well. Which is another point that he's doing, and I'm fucking doing. But I'm not doing it like, okay, I'm only gonna eat one meal a day. I'm gonna start eating at a lo- at around 11.35, and I'm stopping or just ending my eat phase whenever. It is kind of possible for me. Sometimes it's actually gonna be 11 p.m. or something. Or 11 p.m. not really, but 10 p.m., which is probably also going to be the case for today. It depends on how fast I'm going to be. Um, fasting all weekend. I'll go from Sunday till uh, from Friday till Sunday. I won't have dinner on Friday, and I won't have dinner and any meal on Saturday. And the first me- time I'll eat will be Sunday evening. I've done it three times now, where I do an extended fast, where I'm just drinking water. Dorsey says. The first time I did it like I uh, did like day three, I felt like I was hallucinating. It was a weird state to be in, but as I did it the next time, the next two times, it just became as it just became so apparent to me how much of uh, our days are centered around meals and how the experience I had was when I was fasting for much longer, how time really slowed down. He tells Greenfield. Uh, which is amazing. And of course, like there's a lot of fucking time that we're spending eating. It is insane. Experts caution, there are risks with extreme fasts and fasting that lasts longer than 24 hours. Fasting is something that should be discussed with the doctor and closely monitored. If you do not feel well at any point, you must stop fasting, writes diet and fasting expert Dr. Jensen Fung. You can be hungry, but you should not feel sick. Which is not that easy to kind of differentiate sometimes, to be honest. The 11th one, tracking his sleep. Dorsey has a wearable aura ring which are fucking expensive by the way like more than i think 100 or 200 bucks or something which measures sleep quality recovery speed and daily activity he tells greenfield who is an investor in the company if i keep to a consistent schedule of sleep i get higher scores on rem and i get much deeper sleep as well he tells greenfield rem sleep or rapid eye movement sleep is important because it stimulates regions of the brain that are used for learning according to the eunice kennedy River National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. And the last and 11th one is journaling. Dorsey writes about his day on the notes app on his iPhone. I try to do that every single day, usually when I'm wrapping up the day, Dorsey says. It's searchable. It is accessible all the time and it is in the cloud, so I can get to it even if I don't have my phone. It's secure. I'm not quite sure about the secure part though. Oh, but you know, it is what it is. Like being concerned about your privacy and that shit is something to think about, of course. But most often it's going to turn out like, well, I fucked my privacy a long time ago with credit cards and and bonus cards and um, other shit that uh, some companies might know. You know, also having internet in your fucking company because the company must get to your place and install maybe the router or some shit. They also know your fucking data then. Welcome. But yeah, I know it is what it is. Um, but this is gonna actually be the end of the episode. I do hope that you've enjoyed it. I have, I totally have, because he's a really, really, really interesting personality. Uh, even though I do have to say, like, I don't know if a three-day fast is such a good thing. But yeah, you know, it, it really depends on however or whatever you're thinking about. But yeah, I wish you the best health, of happiness, and all success, and also hope that you're gonna remind yourself and you're gonna be remembered, which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person, then being remembered as a nice person. Three other questions that I'm having for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully gonna show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. Yeah, and with that being said, I'm hopefully gonna see you the next time. So, goodbye, I wish you a good day, and I'll see you, hopefully.